the entrance of his word giveth light. The eyes of your understanding are about to be enlightened. Get set for the word which will change your world for good. Christ Palace, expressing his love, displaying his power. And now, Dr. Mark. The reason why we go for souls, evangelism, is that we are going to establish the kingdom of God in their heart. If the kingdom can take over their heart, it can take over that house, it can take over that neighborhood, it can take over that city. Why? We are here to exalt the king. We are here to exalt the kingdom. Father, we thank you for the entrance of thy word given light. It given understanding to the symbol by your special grace this blessed day. I reach forth into the very heart of my hearers, and I make eternal deposit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you for that anointing that makes preaching easy and hearing a delight. We vow to give you the glory for power, for miracles, signs, and wonders. Thank you for advancement and progress. In Jesus' name, and everyone shouted a living amen. Will you clap for Jesus? Hallelujah. All right. So we started talking about the kingdom of God. That the kingdom is God's priority, is God's heartbeat. And we said several things about the kingdom. So, the first thing I want to talk about right now is the difference between the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. Is there a difference? There are different schools of thought that there's a difference, but I believe it's the same. But there's a difference which I will explain to you. When you study the Bible, the only time you find the expression kingdom of heaven, it occurs only in the book of Matthew. You never find the expression of the kingdom of heaven in any other book. It was only Matthew who used the expression kingdom of heaven. Most of the other writers use the expression kingdom of God. For a few times, maybe five times, Matthew used the expression the kingdom of God. But most of his writing, he used the expression kingdom of heaven. Now, the same events and places Matthew used kingdom of heaven, the other writers used kingdom of God. Let me give you an example. Matthew 5 verse 3. You must understand. Say, I must understand. Because I must seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For this is the kingdom of heaven. This is Matthew. Look at what Dr. Luke wrote. Luke 6.20 And he lifted up his eyes on his disciples and said, Blessed be ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. So you see, the same event, same time, same person. Matthew had kingdom of heaven. Luke had kingdom of God. But the same thing. Matthew 11 verse 11. Thank you, Father. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, they had not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This is Matthew. Look at Luke. Luke 7, 28. For I say unto you, among those that are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the Baptist. But he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. So you see, Matthew is using kingdom of heaven. Look, and all the others are using kingdom of God. Are you sure you with me? So the kingdom of heaven is the same as the kingdom of God. But why the difference? Heaven is a realm and it's a place. Is that correct? When we say heaven, it's a dimension, it's a realm, it's a place. But when we say God, God is a person. So when we have the expression kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God, it is saying one same thing. But with different emphasis. The kingdom of heaven says that this kingdom we are talking about, it has its origin from heaven. A place called heaven. 
But when we say the kingdom of God, we are saying that the kingdom of God has its origin from a person called God. Let me give you a good example. When I ask you, do you know the, the, the kingdom of Queen Elizabeth? What will you say? Suddenly your mind moved to where? United Kingdom. But when I come and say that, United Kingdom, are we talking about the same territory? Yes. Yes, take my geography for now. So we are talking about the, the kingdom of Queen Elizabeth and the, the United Kingdom is the same territory. But when we are making reference one, we made reference to the person of the kingdom. But in another place, we made reference to the place of the kingdom. So when we say kingdom of heaven, it denotes from where comes the kingdom. When we say the kingdom of God, it denotes from whom comes the kingdom. So the same kingdom we are talking about. But the emphasis is the place and then the person. Which is very key and important to us. Have you heard that this culture is from the east? The eastern culture. Have you heard that expression before? The western culture. And right now, we have what is called globalization. So now you can find people who don't live in the west dressing like the west. And people who don't live in the east behaving and acting like the easterns. Why? They, we have imported a foreign culture into our culture. This culture came from a place. In the same way, when we talk about the kingdom of God taking over, we are saying that let us import the kingdom of heaven, the culture of heaven, the atmosphere of heaven, the principles of heaven, and let it take over the kingdom of this earth. Clap for Jesus. Now we have, for example, an expression called yoga. Where do you think yoga came from? No, it's not right or wrong. Just, yes, yes. From where? But right now, which people practice is more? The West. So you can find a West person dressing like an Indian more. <laughs> how, how did they get it? They imported an Eastern culture. So when we talk about the kingdom of heaven, we are saying that there's a place called heaven. They have their principles. They have their way of life. We must import their system, their culture. Jesus came to bring about a foreign culture because he used to live in heaven. It is people who travel to the east who came to teach us meditation, who came to teach us yoga. People live in the west, they never practice yoga and they live long. But somebody said, now we have to practice yoga. It makes you connect to the universe. <laughs> and because over there, when they are doing, they shake their head. You too, you must shake your head. <laughs> but somebody brought that culture, two of us, in the same way. Jesus he used to live in heaven. He came to the earth and he came to tell us how heaven is like. No man had ever been to heaven except Jesus the Christ. And he, he came with kingdom mentality. Before he came, when you are a boss, you prove like you're a boss. When he came, he said, no, no, where I come from? If you must be the boss, you must be, behave like a servant. They said, no, no, we can't take it. No, no, no. Over here, when we are boss, we are boss. He said, no, where I come from? If you are the boss, you must become the servant. He came, he said that, where? Where I come from, we walk on gold. We walk on gold. Say, over here, if we put gold here, people will leave their church and go and fight for the gold. <laughs> but over there, we walk on gold. Our priority over there is not the money, but the king. And everybody's attention is the king, not the gold. But over here, we tell them, our attention is the gold. We want the gold, not the God. He brought a different mentality. He couldn't conform to the rabbis of his day. And he said he was a rabbi. 
They fired him. Then you cannot be a rabbi. Leave, leave, leave the synagogue. No wonder he had church services and crusades in the marketplace because he couldn't fit in the system of man. It is this mentality the Bible communicates to you that you must run your family life, your personal life with kingdom principles, not how your father or your mom run the family. Not how your friends run the family. Not how influencers on YouTube tell you to run your family. The greatest influencer must be Jesus. And the greatest influence must be the kingdom of heaven. How to know whether he loves you or not. How to know whether he's going to divorce you or not. How to treat a man in that way. How to. And yet the principle is against the kingdom. And yet we are running our lives by the kingdom of man. By the principles of early influences. And yet the king gave us a book. And that book has given us the influences of the king. I call the sweet influences of the king. You must run your life, your system. Your way of life, whatever. Must be kingdom based. Must be kingdom based. Must be kingdom based. So, the kingdom of heaven talks about the realm. There's a dimension. There's, a dim there's an atmosphere from whence this kingdom comes. And that kingdom comes from a person. He is Jesus. He lives in heaven. What the kingdom of God is doing right now is an imposition of heaven on the earth right now. Heaven on earth. John 3 verse 13. Oh, I love Jesus. And no man had ascended to heaven, but he that came down from heaven even the son of man which is in heaven look at the english very well no man has gone to heaven but he that came down from heaven now jesus is on the earth look at what he said even the son of man which right now is where in heaven when jesus was walking the streets of galilee he was on the earth but the bible said he is in heaven you can live on this earth as in heaven it is called heaven on earth you can carry the atmosphere, the love, the power, the glory of heaven on the earth. You can enter a place and suddenly everything attunes to the principles and the love of heaven. You don't have to travel there physically. If you are waiting to go to heaven, you are late. If you are not there right now, you will never go there. Hmm, I will explain to you in a moment. We must have heaven on the earth. The day you go to that workplace, heaven must manifest because you came with heaven. When you enter that house, that community, heaven has arrived. You came with the, the army, the clouds of heaven, the love of heaven. They should look at you into your eyes and see heaven. A songwriter said, I, I let the world see heaven in my eyes. I show them love they cannot deny. Let the world see heaven in your eyes. Let them see heaven in your ways. Let them see heaven around you. You must smell and talk like heaven, behave like heaven. If you believe that you are going to heaven, and you are not behaving like that today. It's not true. You never believe it. The proof that you believe that you are going somewhere. Is that today you are living and talking. Thinking and behaving like the kingdom. You are bringing the kingdom here right now. Is somebody with me? Number two. The second thing is that this kingdom we talk about. It is number one. A spiritual kingdom and an invisible kingdom. Number two. It's a spiritual kingdom. It's an invisible kingdom. I repeat, it is a spiritual kingdom. It's an invisible kingdom. John 18 verse 36. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. Suddenly, he changes the dimension. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight 
that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. My kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is not of this world. It means that there is another world where another kingdom comes from there. So this kingdom of God or this kingdom of heaven is not of this world. But here, the fact that it's not of this world you can't touch and feel does not mean it is not real. Actually, it's more real than this world. It's tangible than this world. It's an invisible kingdom. John 17 verse 16. Mm. All those scientists who are saying that if I can't touch it, if I can't feel it, I won't see it. I can't feel it. I won't see it. You believe that radio waves are coming to your phone. You believe that right now, some of you, it is passing through your head. <laughs> the frequencies are passing and you are sure. The proof that you believe what I'm saying is that you brought your phone. You brought your phone. How come you have not turned on your, your phone? Maybe somebody will send me a message and I must receive it. Yes. Let the message come. Where is it coming from? Did they did knock. Ushers, have you seen messages entering through the door? But you believe messages are coming. So don't tell me that, Pastor, if it's spiritual, it's not real. No, no, no. There's a kingdom which is spiritual. They are angels. They are spiritual. And they are real. They are real. They are not of the world. Even as I am not of the world. Can I say something? Anytime I preach it, it hates my spirit. I know. Please. Seek if there's a kingdom. Whatever it is, it could be added. Don't neglect these precious truths we say. Many people hear the word and they are waiting for something else. And it pains me because everything else is in the world. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. He spoke of another world, which is spiritual. One day he cast out the devil, Luke 11 verse 20. And he says that, if I by the finger of God, cast out devils. Then the kingdom of God has come. Do you know that some people believe in the kingdom of devils than the kingdom of God? When you say devil, ah, devil, ha, I, I can see demon in their eyes. De demon. But what if you switch and believe in the kingdom of God? The kingdom of heaven is real. It's tangible. By the way, let me say, the people who don't believe in the kingdom of the devil too, you have a problem. This kingdom is real. There's a kingdom of devils. So if you say to me, I don't even believe in devil. Pastor, tell them there's no devil. You are deceiving yourself. I don't want to tell you stories today. It is real. I want to tell you that there's another dimension beyond our own. But if with I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come to you. So the kingdom of God will come here. You can't see it, but it is there. Why? You don't access the kingdom in a lab. Jesus told us in Luke 17 verse 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom should come, they asked Jesus, prove to us, you have been talking about, prove to us when the kingdom of God will come. When the kingdom of God should come. He answered, the kingdom of God cometh not with your observation. Say observation. That is a scientific word. Telescope, microscope. It doesn't come with your scientific research. It doesn't come with your senses researching it. He said it doesn't come by your observation. What sciences do is that they observe things. And they come to conclusion. He said, the kingdom of God does not come by your observation. The way you look and find out things, it does not come by that way. Next verse. Neither shall they say, lo, I see the kingdom there. Lo, there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Ooh, take your seat. The kingdom of God is within you. The NIV says that the kingdom of God is in your midst. NIV Pastor, where is it? It is spiritual. Where is it? It is invis invisible. But can we deny it's not there? No, it is there. It is there. 
Nor will people say, here it is, there it is. Because the kingdom of God is where in your midst. I'm not saying this to spite the pandemic. No, people die from the pandemic. But you know, some of you, you never saw the coronavirus. But when they said that we should put masks, all of us will put masks. I'm not denying that people didn't know no, there, was a, there was a pandemic, there was a coronavirus which killed people, two of us. Did you see it with your eyes? Some of you got it. Did you even see how it entered your nose, whether from your hands or your mouth? And you believe that it existed. If you ever believe in those things you never saw, believe that there's a kingdom of God. There's a kingdom of God. It's real. It's tangible. It's present. The same fear, the same attention we give to what we do not see, if we can give half of that to the kingdom of God, our destinies will change. It will change. It will change. You must be conscious of this kingdom. It is spiritual. I said it is spiritual. I said it is spiritual. Now, this kingdom I told you from last week that it has been the dream of God. It's not an afterthought. That was why God created the world. The, the kingdom. Genesis 1 verse 26. Oh, we love you, Jesus. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. The word dominion is a kingdom word. The power of the king over a domain. Dominion. Kingdom. Domain. It comes from the same source. Dom. D-O. And so when man was created, the plan of God was to give man the kingdom, the dominion. Let's see how the Holy Spirit used the same expression when he was giving the kingdom to Jesus in Daniel 7 verse 13. I saw in the night vision, behold, one like the son of man came with the class of heaven, came to the ancient of this, and they brought him near before him. Next. And there was given to him, shout, there was given to him, dominion. did you see that? It was the same dominion God gave to man. And this man was the first Adam, say the first Adam. Can I get one man first? So, this is Adam Martin. <laughs> and God created him and gave him a kingdom. How? God gave him a dominion. So, hold the dominion. In the course of time, the devil, who knows the plan of God because he was in heaven, he got jealous with man and said, that, No, I will have to come for this dominion. I want it. And by treason, the devil managed. <laughs> The devil managed <laughs> to get it. <laughs> they managed. So this first Adam has lost the dominion. I told you, our vision and the vision of God is that the kingdoms of this world must become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. Why? Because they are not of his Christ. It belongs to the devil. How do I know? Matthew 4. Let's start from verse 3. Look here. This is real. If you begin to believe it and practice it for your personal life, you begin to speak to your body, the kingdom has come. Your family, your children, as we expand it, this is all this life is about. Do you know that democracy was not practiced by many countries, but it was the Western world who shaped democracy to different countries? Who betides you if you decided to practice any other kingdom, they will come and kill you. Hello? It's like you have not read history. If you decide not to practice, they will come after you. The same way they are shaping an ideology, an idea. The same way God is shape, shaping the kingdom from his realm to our realm. Amen. And when the tempter came to me, he said, If thou be the son of God, command that these stones be bread. Next, next verse. Then the devil 
taken him into a holy city, the devil took Jesus and set him on the pinnacle of the temple. And what did he do? And said, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. Next verse. Again, the devil took him into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of this world. The devil talking to Jesus and said, Jesus, look at all these kingdoms and the glory of them. Every kingdom has a glory. And said, All these things will I give thee if you will fall down and worship me. Next verse. And what did Jesus say? Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shall thou serve. Look at how Jesus never said, It's not true, you don't have it. Jesus knew the devil has it. The kingdoms of this world. How? He got it by treason from this man. Are you with me? So when Jesus stood in front of the devil, and the devil said, can you see all this kingdom? I know you, you were a king. You liked it. You came for this one. Just worship me and I will not let you die. You don't have to wait for three and a half years. We can finish the transaction right now. I give it to you. Just worship me. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. You are a stupid man. I came for you, but I'm going to come for you from this route, not this way. But look at something important. Matthew 6, 33 says that, seek ye first the kingdom and all these things shall be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom, and all these things shall be added unto you. But the devil tried to play on the mind of Jesus. Go back to that verse, Matthew 4, verse 9. The devil wanted Jesus to seek all these things, then he will get the kingdom. And said, all these things will I give thee, if thou shalt fall down and worship him. The reason why people go to the devil is because they want things. I want, give me money. Eh, okay, worship me, I'll give you money. The devil play on the interest of people, the things. I will give you things. But God said, no, no, no. Don't go for the things. Come for the kingdom first. When you have the kingdom, you get the things. But the devil comes and says, come, the thing. you want things, 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 things. Then, the truth is, he has no kingdom to give you. He's only stealing your kingdom. The reason why he gave us the warning in Matthew 6, 33 is that, please go for the kingdom first. If you go after things, you might find yourself worshipping the devil. You might find yourself worshiping the devil if your aim in this life is things, things. And I can tell you, people have found yourself, themselves in strange places only because they chase things. Mm-hmm. Let me run very fast. Now, in the course of time, God said, my dream was to have a kingdom to this man. But this man fell, but I'm not going to give up. No, I'll have find a way. And the flood of Noah came. And right after the flood of Noah, when men had been destroyed, God came and sought for a man called Abraham. Say Abraham. Abraham. When God met Abraham, his first message was the gospel of the kingdom. God told Abraham about the gospel of the kingdom. It's in the Bible. Abraham heard the gospel first. Genesis 12 verse 2. Oh, glory be to God. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make your name great. And that shall be a blessing. He confirmed it in Genesis 22 verse 18. By the transaction of the sacrifice. And in thy seed shall all the nations. Do you hear? All the nations of the earth be blessed. He was talking about the kingdom. All the nations. Don't forget what is God trying to do. The kingdom he gave to the first Adam who lost it. He's coming back for it. And he's starting with another man called Abraham. And the Bible says that Abraham received the gospel. Galatians 3 verse 8. And the scripture. Foreseeing that God will justify the hidden through faith. Preach the gospel unto Abraham. Saying, indeed, shall all nations be blessed. So the Bible said Abraham had the gospel. So one day Jesus came on the scene. 
a small boy called 33 years. He was talking to the Pharisees and said that, do you know that Abraham wanted to see me and he saw me? They said, are you mad? You are only just 30 years and you say, Abraham saw you. How? John 8 verse 56. Mm. Why? Jesus was the king of the kingdom. So all he was telling them was that, no, no. The kingdom was preached to Abraham and I manifest myself because I'm the king of the kingdom. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day and he saw it and was glad. Abraham saw the days of Jesus. Look at the discussion. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet 50 years old, and hast seen, has thou seen Abraham? Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Mm, beautiful. Clap for Jesus. So this kingdom I'm talking about, it didn't begin yesterday. It has been the plan of God. Then, Abraham generated a campaign of people. God started with one, and he wanted a kingdom. So he got a people called the Israelites. Can I get two Israelites, please? To Israelites, to Israelites. Maybe you are from Benjamin, you are from Judah. <laughs> and in the course of time, this Abraham is dead and gone. Then God comes in Exodus 19, verse 5 to 6, says that I'm going to make you guys hold your hands. You are one Israel. In the wilderness, before they go to the promised land, look at the promise of God. Now, therefore, if you obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, a condition, and if you shall. You shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. For all the earth is mine. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. So you see, this guy lost it. Abraham came. God said, I'm going to make you a nation. And all the nations will be blessed. Now Abraham is gone and his descendants, the Israelites. God came back to them and said, if you do this for me, I'm going to give you this kingdom. And you'll be a kingdom of priests to me. I sure you are here. Don't miss this for all the teas in China. And so, he gives them a condition that if they do it, then they'll get it. Then Jesus comes on the scene and says that there's a problem. These people didn't do it. Why? They didn't recognize the king when he came. Matthew 21. Matthew 21. Let's start from verse 42. Jesus said unto them, Did you never read in the scriptures the stone? Say the stone. Now, now if you were here with me, I told you about the stone which will collapse the kingdoms. So the moment Jesus talks about the stone, he's talking about a kingdom. The stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Next. Therefore say I unto you, I told you, when you talk about the stone, he must be talking about a kingdom. So he said, the kingdom shall be taken from you. Can I get I want the gentleman. The Israelites were God's people and they were supposed to receive the kingdom. But he said, because you did not recognize me, this is the king talking. The kingdom shall be taken from you and given to another nation, bringing forth the fruit thereof. They lost the kingdom. The devil. Then God come and skip. He gives to Abraham. Oh, I miss Abraham. Abraham. You, you, you are too, uh, okay, right now you are Abraham. 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 Clap for Abraham. Abraham. Then the Israelites. Now the king came to them. They didn't receive him. He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. But they. Hmm. Slowly. He said, The kingdom shall be taken from you and given to another nation who deserves it, bringing forth fruit. What was the name of the nation? Ghana. Nigeria? No. 
He gives us the nation. The nation has a special name in the Bible. It's called the little flock. Say the little flock. Luke 12, verse 32. Hmm. You are the little flock. A nation. This is the nation. Fear not, little flock. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He said, a little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Why? The kingdom shall be taken from these people because they didn't recognize the king. And so it is given to another nation. And this nation is the little flock. When you said your Bible, anytime the expression flock was used, it refers to the church of God. Acts 20 verse 28. When you belong to the church, you are not writing your name in the book. You are part of a system which receives God's kingdom now and here. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and unto all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost had made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he had purchased with his own blood. So, the little flock who received the kingdom, which received the kingdom, the nation deserving to receive the kingdom is the church. Shout the church. Shout the church. Right now, the dream of God about the kingdom is with the church. How did it happen? The original Adam, who is the first Adam, he lost it. And so this king, when Jesus came, he was several things to us. He had to become what the Bible calls the last Adam. Say the last Adam. I'm the last Adam here. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 45. Do you know how the church was, the kingdom was transferred? And so it is written, the first man was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. When Jesus came, he was Adam, but this time the last Adam. When the first Adam had lost everything and the kingdom has gone to, back to the devil, he had to become an Adam so that he can go to the devil now and say that devil, you have no right over the kingdom. I come as a man, qualified. The first Adam has failed, but me, I have received it. And so now Jesus was the one who alone can transfer the kingdom over to the church. The church is not the Israelites. The church is not the Gentiles. It's the Gentiles and the Israelites. Anyone who believes in the king, who believes in the last Adam, who believes that he came to die and resurrect, anyone who believes forms part of the church. So in Christ Jesus, there is no Greek or Jew. But Jesus Christ, he's all and in all. And had made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever so the day you got born again what happened to you was that you are an ordinary sinner but the sinner became a king the sinner became a priest and as a king and a priest you belong to the little flock the church of God and Jesus is the king among kings he is the lord among lords he is the prince of the kings of the earth ha 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 Dr. Mark has just deposited into your hands the truth to your glorious and best life ever. Meditate on these things, give yourself wholly to them, and your progress and success will be evident to all. Connect with Dr. Mark at www.thechristpalace.org or email Dr. Mark at cpimhouston1 at gmail.com. 
And best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at Christ Palace International Ministries, 15152 Bel Air Boulevard, Houston, Texas, 77083. Christ Palace International Ministries.